Welcome to the Digicom Cafe, located at the intersection of faith and technology. We hope you enjoy your cafe experience where we cater to your digital and spiritual appetites, and build interest in the amateur radio hobby, one story at a time. Please stand by as we get ready to launch this episode of, Radio on the Rocks. You are about to listen to a Radio on the Rocks Cafe cast interview, which occurred on March 25, 2019 in the Digicom Cafe Multimode Communications Network, with Danny JKD5DLJ and George Nelson K4GJN in Florida. K4 GJN George in Florida. This is KD5 GLJ. So George, we've been friends a long time, and I don't know if I've ever really heard your entire story about how you got into amateur radio. Care to give us uh, the backstory? Yeah. Well, um, this is K4 GJN. I was about 13 years old. Uh, I got my first base station. It was a realistic Radio Shack. 23 channel base station with a ground plane uh, antenna and uh, I had my neighbor a friend across the street he had one and a couple other friends had them and uh, I got pretty interested in radio uh, actually a couple of years before that friends had CBs and, uh, and I got into it when I got my first base station and uh, Enjoyed uh, talking on it and lived a Fort Lauderdale. And me and a friend across the street, we used to put on skits on the uh, weekend. Uh, little skits like, like we were hillbillies living out in the middle of Everglades and uh, stuff like that. It's pretty funny. Everybody liked it. So, and then. Uh, I was 16, I got my first car, and of course I had to put a CB in it, and I've uh, been talking 11 meters for, till well, I was in my uh, early 20s, and uh, got a uh, first uh, import radio, or uh, modified radio, it's a Palomar 2400, uh, with Mars cap for uh, 10 meter and uh, had a set of moon rakers and we used to go on the uh, extra channels the free bands and I'd start talking that's when I started talking skip on sideband talked all, all around the world and then I had a friend that uh, uh, traded me a Two meter uh, Motorola HT for something I forgot what I traded, <laughs> and back then I didn't know any better. So I figured out how to work it, and I heard people talking on a on the uh, repeaters, and uh, noticed they had uh, call signs, and uh, so I figured it was like CB, you know, you come up with your own handle. And uh, I came up with my own call sign. 
back then it was KD4GJN. And uh, I, I said they're talking on it, talking to a bunch of people on it. Was on it for a while, a few months at least. And then I uh, ran across a ham and I told him I had, he showed him my two meter and stuff. And he, uh, he goes, Yeah. He goes, Oh, when did you get your ticket? And I'm like, What do you mean? When? What ticket? You know, did, when did you take your test for the ham radio? I said, Test? I didn't take no test. Nobody never told me about a test. <laughs> he said, Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to have a. You gotta have a license to talk on that. So I said, really? So I just uh, sold the HT right away and didn't get back on it again. Kind of scared me there. I didn't know any better. And then I got back, <coughs> still into 11 meters. And uh, it wasn't until well three, four, about four years ago. You know, I had kids and everything and uh, didn't have time for radio. I mean, I had the occasion, I always had a CB in my vehicle for emergency reasons and stuff. And then uh, I uh, lived over by Daytona and uh, had it, uh, was a ham operator and started talking to me about ham radio, yeah. And I said, he, he encouraged me to take the test and I was pretty discouraged because uh, I thought, you know, you had to have the uh, learn CW, Morse code. Told him, man, I can't do that. I, I tried to learn Morse code, and never had time, or I never got into it too much. And uh, oh no, no, he said, you uh, you don't need Morse code. To get a technician license. And I'm like, really? He goes, no, no. It's a lot easier now to get ham radio license. So. So I started studying. I got on YouTube and uh, they had classes on there and I took them and got the apps on the phones and started going through the uh, question pools and and uh, stuff like that. And after a few months, I uh, started passing the test. Well, they ate, you know, 100%. Let me drop for a second. My hand was getting tired. <laughs> but, uh, so I heard there was a uh, test coming up in Daytona, and it was only fifteen dollars. So I said, "Oh, well, what the heck? I'm going to go try it." So I took. I was there. I was nervous, and there was a there was a twelve-year-old taking his general, and a six-year-old girl taking her technician. So I felt a little intimidated. So. Got done with the test, and uh, they were uh, calling each one of us up for our grades, and uh, called me up and uh, said, "Oh yeah, yeah, you uh, you aced it. Here, take the uh, general exam, and it's free." Okay, I didn't study for it. Well, I'll just take it anyway. So I took the test, went through it, and put the answers I thought was right in that, and handed it back in, and. Uh, and they called me back up and, well, you missed it by two questions. <laughs> Study for about a month and then they come back in to take it. But uh, I never did come back in. Um, I wasn't interested in doing uh, HF yet. I bought a D-Star uh, HT, ID51A+. And 
uh, DV4 Mini and started right off on the uh, digital bands and also had a 2 meter I, I bought around the same time so wasn't too much traffic on the 2 meters and uh, but I got into the uh, D-Star and got a DMR radio, a Hytera uh, PD365 about a month or so after that started talking DMR and then uh, D-Star and that was my primary mode at first and uh, after and then uh, got on Zello a few years ago uh, or no excuse me got on Echo Link a few years ago and the do drop in uh, uh, conference server and hang out on that most of the time and uh, then I had uh, uh, Jason I guess he started up uh, a Zello channel so we can get done with the uh, net everybody go over to Zello channel start you know rag chewing and stuff and they had the uh, the uh, the uh, what was the name of that uh, do drop in they had the uh, oh, I forget the name of it. and I was talking on it for a couple of years or so and then the guild he, when he started up the guild and everything they started the uh, guild channels and got on them and uh, moved over here to uh, Ocala area and uh, got a new uh, two meter mobile which is uh, Alenco DR735T and I uh, got on the local repeater that everybody hangs out on and uh, so I have a morning crowd we get on till about 7.30 and then uh, 5 o'clock drive time and we get on that in the afternoon but uh, during the day uh, I travel from uh, Panhandle down to Fort Myers and uh, there's no, uh, no repeaters uh, busy so and then uh, met you Denny and uh, started with the uh, Digicom Cafe was on the I uh, got IRN at the t uh, back when we got into uh, the guild got Zello channels they had the IRN for us that's right got into that a couple years ago and uh, you had the uh, Digicom Cafe on uh, IRN and uh, I went to your webpage and then intrigued me and, uh, and it just took off from there <laughs> so yeah um, was in the military was in the army from 1980 to 86 did some uh, communication in there I was in the field artillery so we had to communicate with the uh, FTC all the time and I, I love talking on the military radio so it's just in my blood I guess and then uh, now I'm just uh, mainly talk on uh, network radio through Zello or uh, mostly Zello. Sometimes I get on IRN and pick around and Echolink and uh, Peanut stuff like that. So never been interested in HF, which I don't know why. I, I like the 11 meters talking, uh, skip and stuff like that. So. Um, been too busy on uh, digital modes and uh, network radio that 
wasn't uh, too interested in it yet. But uh, starting to get the little itch for it, so who knows, maybe uh, here in the near future I'll get an HF rig and uh, and uh, get a get an antenna put up and start uh, getting on there. I get on there, play around with the uh, uh, ham radio, the one on the internet. You know, mess around a little bit on that. It's not not the same as a real HF, but uh, it's more like a network radio to me. But you're coming out on the other side with the HF rig. But anyhow. That's uh, my story, and I'll stick it to it. Uh, any questions? K4GJN. Well, it sure seems like a lot of people got their start in ham radio from CB. I wonder if you'd comment on what you noticed the most about uh, amateur radio versus CB. What attracted you to it? What are the pluses of amateur radio over CB? Uh, why would you uh, want to switch? Uh, maybe uh, some words to those that are in CB now. Uh, why should they switch to amateur radio? Uh, K4GJN, KD5DLJ. Okay, well, um, first of all, amateur radio is a lot cleaner. Now, when I, what I mean by clean, I mean the sound, the uh, modulation, the audio. And uh, I have friends that have mobile uh, two meters, and uh, I just love the fact that they talk on it and let off the key and hear the tone or and it's just totally quiet no static and hear somebody else talking is very very clear and i like that in a radio where cb's kind of uh pretty noisy a lot of white noise static and uh although they have a squelch you can't hear uh people in the distance is good and uh, I like the uh, fact of the repeater, which uh, reminds me uh, when I was, uh, again, I was 16, 15, no, wait a minute, it was more like 12, 13. My best friend, his stepdad, worked for Motorola down there in uh, Fort Lauderdale. He came home with, uh, and this was before cell phones or any of that, and this was before I've even seen a, uh, two meter HT or anything. It, uh, he comes home with this HT looking thing. It's got a numerical keypad and it's something that he developed, engineered uh, with a group of guys in uh, Motorola. And uh, he come home and they're uh, like, "What is that? What is that?" And he's like, uh, "Here, let me check. Let me show you. Look what this thing can do." And he'd key up and hit a couple of buttons and then uh, let go of the key and you hear a repeater in the background. And then he'd uh, key up again and then he'd punch in some more numbers and then unkey and then you hear <laughs> the house phone started ringing. He goes, answer that phone. Answer the phone and he's talking to us on the phone with his little HT. <laughs> and I'm like, I was, I was flattened, man. I, that's, that's probably the time I really got into radio pretty hard. And, uh, I don't know, we're like, 
what is that thing? And it was uh, Motorola's version of the first cell phone. Uh, I thought it was, you know, like a two meter radio or something. But no, it's, it was the, uh, it was like their first version of the cell phone. This was in the middle 70s. So, yeah, so, yeah, a lot cleaner and uh, crisp, clear audio on it's what I like about it. Back to you, Den. Well, very interesting. I, I hear a common thread through everybody's stories. Uh, they have to like radio to start with pretty much, mostly starting with CB. I think everybody's pretty much had that factor in common. So anyway, thanks for sharing your story. So we'll let you go for now. Drive careful, and I can tell that you uh, love having radio with you as you travel the long miles in your job. That sounds like it really enhances your life. So I uh, will say 73. I'll let you uh, sign out here and uh, KD5DLJ. All right there, Denny. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you later. It's K4GJN7375. Thank you for listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe cast. Visit our website at digicomcafe.com to see our extensive digital buffet menu and listen to all of the live conversations on our Cafe on Ice stream. Or this and many more episodes of our Cafe cast.